0: as a good friend of mine would say.
1: Okay. Welcome everybody to the Dil Kokoro podcast. As always, I am Dil Kokoro. I still am, surprisingly. I'm joined by Umi. Hi. And we have a special guest today. You might know him as Shade, if you hang around Anate, or you might know him from running the very successful, I'm gonna call it very successful, man. You got a big, big server. Uh, Skull, which is uh you guys used to be a Green Blue fantasy. It feels like y'all are like pretty much File Fantasy now.
2: Uh, yeah, I guess it branched over to that. <laughs> Grim Blue has kind of been getting still for me lately, so I haven't been playing it as much. Sure. Well, that aside, how you doing, bud? Oh pretty pretty good aside from the uh very thundery loud weather. Doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah,
1: this is, uh, is going to be your last test of it or that thunderstorm just ends you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, uh, it's all right. Oh, okay. good. So, I uh, wanted to have Shade on because he is very talented when it comes to translating Japanese. But uh, before we get around to that, I thought it would be fun to kind of pick his brain here. Uh, what have you been watching as far as anime,
2: Shade? Uh... Truth be told, not much. Actually, I think I only just started watching anime, like, yesterday again. Mm-hmm. I, I took, like, a huge hiatus or something. But, um, I did finish the Grand anime, not to be confused with Grand Blue Fantasy. They are completely different things. Why do people get the names wrong? Hey, man, I... When I heard that there was Grand Blue,
1: I was like, oh man, they're they're making an anime for Grand Blue. And then like the next season, the Grand Blue fantasy animation came out.
2: Yeah, it got two seasons. That might be it. But no, we're talking about something different here. Sure. And then I've been watching a little more of Haikyuu. I'm on the third season right now, about halfway through with that. Oh, nice. I I still need to start the third season. I need to get high dive to do that. Yeah. It's been a few years. I I remember being somewhat up-to-date on first and second seasons, but yeah. Sure. Sometime. So, uh, Umi,
1: did they... and get just trying to figure out what everyone's watching here. Umi, did they just start resuming uh, Food Wars again?
0: They did. Um, My husband and I have yet to sit down and watch it, but they did just release... We started watching it, then we had to stop, but... Mm-hmm. Um they did just release an episode a couple days ago.
1: Okay, all right. Well, at least that's back on. I won't make the bed pun. I was going to say back on the plate. I didn't mean to, but I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um
1: I'm not going to say what I'm watching because usually by the time I say I'm watching something, I'll be like, yeah, I just did this show and then I finish it like 2 days after we record and then like the podcast comes out 2 weeks later. And I'm ashamed. But uh, it's interesting, Uh, you mentioned Grand Blue, that's a comedy series, right? Yeah,
2: it's very, very comedy. Okay, it's based off of a successful manga, right? You guys really like that. Yeah, we were, um, a few of us over on Anite were pretty into it back when um, it didn't get picked up for licensing. Okay. We had to rely on fan translations back then, but I remember just finding it one day and I like posted some of the panels and like spoilers chat. And people were like, Holy shit, this is actually pretty fun. They started getting in on hmm. So it was it long was is it, it been a long going series? It's um I would yeah, yeah, long, long. It's uh it started in twenty fourteen, so what's that, six years now about? Yeah, that's a pretty good run. Yeah, it's something like fourteen or fifteen volumes now. Sure. Yeah. What's that's uh
1: cool. that's interesting. What's the what's the longest going uh manga you read? I'm curious. Oh god. Are you one of the One Piece people?
2: Uh God if only, but no, <laughs> I I watched about 600 episodes of the One Piece anime, and then I was like, I, I can't keep up with this weekly. That should be, I mean, that should at least be uh, hailed a little bit there. That's still pretty good, <laughs>
1: 600 episodes. Yeah. Umi, what's the longest going anime you've watched?
0: Um, I've never... Finished any long animes. I guess Naruto would be the only one I've watched that's super long, but I've never finished it.
1: I was going to say, like, maybe like uh, Full Metal yeah. Alchemist Brotherhood.
0: Oh, yeah. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood would yeah. be the longest thing I've watched. That was like finished.
2: what? Like 50 episodes?
0: 60,
2: yeah, I 60 or something like okay. that. I watched it in about a week. So uh-huh.
0: a kid at work started watching uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and then they told me how lame it was.
1: Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. God.
0: And I told him their taste was awful.
1: Wow. Yeah, good job. Oh man. I mean, how far did they get?
0: Uh he finished it, but I also had Wait, two kids what? watched. Um I had two he said it was too predictable. Um I had two kids that watched watching it. Um, um A Silent Voice and they loved it.
1: Oh, that was a cute story. Oh,
2: that's, that's good though. I
0: did have to tell their parents about it though, because they asked me what I liked just oh. so parents could have a heads up about the one scene.
2: Right.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, like if, if I were in your shoes, I I couldn't tell them what I liked because I, I kids should not know about, the no, I'm not
0: going to go tell them to watch like
1: something like the future. Really Diaries. Yeah. Oh, boy, No, I style voice. That's a great, and I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up too, about the sharing of the kids. That's a lot better than the, the, the other kid. Like, so he watched the entire show, and he got through it, and he was just like, nah, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> but he
0: loved A Silent Voice because he suffers from severe social anxiety, and he said he's never seen a show about his own problem.
2: Okay, well. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That's yeah. redeemable.
0: And then the other kid that watched it, his mom is deaf, and he said he's never seen a movie centered around a female deaf person, and he loved that.
1: You know mm-hmm. the the cool thing about that too is the dub had a deaf actress uh play her
2: which is mm-hmm.
1: really really cool. Uh, I don't I don't think they did that for the the Japanese version
2: but probably not there. I don't think there's too many like deaf voice actors if any. Right. That's uh, it, I remember I I got the manga for that. That
1: was one of the few like after I watched the movie I had to get the manga. -hmm. And I know the manga actually is like, uh, I don't want to say considerable. That makes it sound like it's a lot longer, but there are like story arcs that they completely cut out of it, which was interesting.
2: Well, they Um, only got like two hours for the movie, right?
1: Right, right. And I mean, what a great two hours those were. But uh, you said that you were kind of, you said you're kind of like uh, staling out on uh, Grand Blue Fantasy, huh? Yeah, it's, um... Getting a little too tired of winning all the time?
2: (laughs) No, I wasn't ever (laughs) fucking winning. No, people stealing my MVPs, and I just sit there, dead, until people finish the raid. (laughs) I, uh...
1: (laughs) But I knew it wasn't for me. I was on your, your group. And I actually like, clicked one of the the buffs or some move or something, and I had like four people DM would be like, "Yo, what the fuck? Why are you doing this?" And I'm like, "What?"
2: Uh, it might have been during Guild Wars or something.
1: No, it was just like a normal raid. Like I was like, um, "Oh, cool! Everybody's in on this raid. I'm gonna jump in."
2: Yeah. That uh, no, was wait, fun. Wait, wait, wait. I was just like, "Yeah, it's not for me." It's it's fine. I... It's not for a lot of people to be honest. You kinda have to sell your soul at some point. <laughs> hey,
1: uh when when you tell me it's that month coming around for the, the free pulls, I'm, I'm back.
2: am oh God.
1: I, I gotta get my JPEG waifu. Yeah.
2: We'll see. There might be <laughs> well there might be some free rolls coming up. Don't know so
1: yet. Speaking of thirsting for waifu, uh Tales of Cristoria
2: just came out. Like what last week? Uh either last week or this week. It's only been a few days. Right. By the time somebody hears this,
1: it's been like two weeks, but uh but as we're recording this, the game is brand new.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I know you have pumped out quite a bit of uh feedback on it. You said it's really well written.
2: Yeah, it's um it's surprising because Tales had two other games before. Mm-hmm. There was one called Tales of Link, and then there was the Rays. I played a bit of Link. It was mostly the kind of like slice of life stuff. There was an overarching. I didn't find it very interesting. And then Rays, I didn't. Not that I didn't like the gameplay, because it's more it's more like classic tails gameplay but it's, it it's on a it's all touch screen and that makes it a little awkward to control so i never really played it all that much how does this one play compared to like um, the only tails experience i have is berseria well that's that is okay because it's nothing like the previous tails games it's okay. uh it's a first for the series that it's a turn-based RPG rather than action RPG. Okay. It kind of plays similar to Granblue in that you've got a bunch of characters divided into elements. You you form a party of four. Each of them have a set number of skills that are on a cooldown. Okay, so say. yeah, pretty pretty routine RPG
1: mechanic there. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right. Is it... uh? is it one of those games that's going to be brutal about like it's roles? Ah, uh,
2: it's a little hard to say right now. It's only right. Really it's it's, it's an infancy
1: right now. Yeah, I get you. But
2: They are being pretty generous with the currency so far. I think it's, I think it's pretty fair. It's,
1: I just, I know people, uh, I
2: was telling Umi
1: before we started recording, when we were getting prepped for this, that, uh, Fake Grand Order. People spend hundreds of dollars and get nothing.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's FGO for you. (laughs) That's a lot of the Gotcha experience too. Yeah, Uh, I I I tried FGO, but I pretty much quit cold turkey. Do me. Have you ever played a Gotcha game?
0: I have not, that I know of.
1: Because I did Mm -hmm. not learn,
0: I mean, I just learned that term from you
1: today. Right, right. (laughs) I was today years old and I learned about this. But I know you like those kind of games. Uh, You like it when I... uh, I like
0: it when you let me click a thing and then we get to see what you get. Besides that, I don't... Besides, like, the mystery of who do you have, I can't say.
3: (laughs) It's something (laughs) I'd be
0: totally into, but I enjoy that part of it. My husband has something. My husband plays the uh Dragon Ball one.
1: Oh yeah, that's, I uh, mean there's a gotcha for that. Yeah, there's a gotcha for just about everything now. It really feels yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. What weren't they coming out with one for like Monogatari
2: or was that already out? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember anything for Monogatari. Uh, uh, there was one for Modoka though, and it got an anime too. Yeah, I got it's an fucking anime. wild. I know, right.
1: The last anime I'd expect to get, like, not only a gacha, but a anime for its gacha.
2: Mm, well, it was relatively popular, so personally, I'm not too surprised. No, I mean, I get what you're saying.
1: It's just like, you know, back when, how long ago was Rebellion? Like, 14, 15? Something you, like that. If you came in a time machine, besides the questions I'd have about why you came in a time machine, I'm sure I would ask you... Why uh, they would make a like a mobile game where you whale out money out of that series out of anything? I, I don't know. It's magical girls, but there was only like six of them. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
1: I am curious though. Do you do you play many gotchas like besides
2: Grand Blue Fantasy and this one now, obviously? Mm, so I have played like. A good number of them over the years, but none of them have quite stuck like, with me that sure. so much. Um, trying to think here. Uh, I did play uh, Bang Dream for a while. It's one of the rhythm gotcha games, but it kind of destroys my hands when I play it. So I was like, no, I don't.
1: Really how, how long are the songs
2: in those things? Like entire songs uh like any, three four minutes anywhere from like two to four minutes usually gosh man that's gotta be brutal yeah just tap it on your iphone
1: over and over again with that goodness gracious
2: yeah it's oh. just a little awkward the sure. whole bit people tell me oh just like play it like you're typing on a keyboard, but it's like, I don't have the dexterity for that, so I just use my thumbs, because it seems to work the best.
1: And then, like, they'll make like the console versions of those games, and I'm just like, how do people play that on a console?
2: Yeah. The only Rhythm game I've really gotten into was it's a long name, but it's Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call.
3: Okay. It's
2: on the 3DS. It's uh, At least you have the stylus for that. I mean, you got the stylus, but the good thing about Curtain Call is that it gives you multiple ways to play. Mm-hmm. So you can use the stylus. You can also use the buttons. You can use a... both. Or if you're a masochist, you can do one-handed, which is the, um, the slide pad and the L button only. <laughs> Sorry. Some people do it. I've seen some people do it, and some people are really good at it, but I was just like, no, I don't want to do that to myself. You
1: know, speaking of the, um, the games themselves, I know you like to play games in Japanese. This kind of gets into our discussion about like translation. Is there, is there any that like, you absolutely have to play in one language or the other that you found? Oh, God. Oh man, that's actually kind of tough. Like, to like, be honest. You're one coming out soon, right? So, you're probably going to hop on that probably right away as Japanese, right?
2: Like, um, I, I guess it really depends on if I care enough for it. Like, I'm trying to rack my brain here. There's not, I haven't played too many of them, too many games in Japanese, but sometimes I just like to. To see how they are and then maybe get some reading practice in. Did you play Persona in Japanese? Um let's see. Partially I I tried to, but it was actually kinda tough. Okay so I started with uh Persona 3 portable. I played a bit of that in Japanese, but it was my reading wasn't very good at the time, so I kind of gave up. Uh, I have Golden on PC now, so I am able to switch that to Japanese. But I haven't been in a Persona mood lately, so I kind of sure. dropped it for the time being. And I also tried uh, Five Royal back when um, back when the Japanese release was out, but also my reading was pretty bad at the time so i kind of got a little frustrated sure i was curious how challenging it was like to to read i was yeah it really depends like it depends who the game is for and what they use so for example one game i'm that i am enjoying in japanese is uh legend of zelda twilight princess okay it's mostly because uh, i need to explain something but uh so in japanese you have three alphabets so to speak you have hiragana which is like how to let's start from let's start from somewhere else so kanji are the big complicated characters you normally associate japanese or chinese with right and then hiragana is how to pronounce or read those words and then you have katakana which is used for uh, loan words you know all the english kind of words you hear sometimes Mm -hmm. in anime yeah usually used for that and so Usually for younger kids, since they're not very, they're not very proficient in reading kanji yet. Sometimes they have little hiragana over the kanji, so it tells you what how to read it. And that's why Zelda games and a lot of Nintendo games in general are very, very. Because they're like, is it because they're like more family oriented? Is that kind of what you're getting at? Like,
1: so they they, they don't expect all just adults to play them.
2: I guess so. Like more like an all ages game, yeah. Yeah, I get you.
0: Well, that's just like in English, you don't use super big words in children's, uh, children oriented things.
2: Right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And that's not to be a knock on like anybody playing Zelda. I'm just saying, like that's just my way of trying to uh, understand it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, honestly. Or like you're playing Pokemon, you're not going to expect like. Like I like you. You think of like the like thematic stuff of like a rated M game versus like a rated E game. I know that ESRB is the US's thing, but mm-hmm. I kind of I kinda get that idea from there. Yeah. Umi, do you have you ever played a game in Japanese?
0: I have not. I have not even ventured to try because I know I'd have to either figure. I could figure out the katakana. I think to a point if I was more proficient in it um, in f- trying to figure out some of the words. Cause some of them do sound like a weird version of English, but um everything else I would have to translate the whole time I was doing it. If unless it was afraid, I already knew.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember the, uh, the one time you translated when I was in the same room with you, we were playing VR chat and somebody had a room in just completely Japanese. And I had no idea what any of it said.
0: And like Uh, I said, I only found what I knew.
1: Well, I mean, you just got to try your best. Mm. You know, it's interesting. I wanted to have you both in here because you're both very passionate about Japanese. And uh, I know nothing. (laughs) Like, I don't even, I wouldn't even pretend. Like, I'm not going to be that weeb who's like, watches anime every week. And then just like, yeah, I know Japanese. Like, nah. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's. Man, man. That's I, I don't know how y'all do it, but I really don't. So
0: when you say you don't want to sound like somebody that knows it, but you don't, I think of the girls in high school that would just say the you know, the coined phrases and that was it.
1: still so all they know to this day. Or they say nanny to everything.
0: Nanny? Yeah. Like- I Just hearing them scream that as they run down the hall after each oh. other.
1: Well, if it were today, they'd be Naruto running. That's
0: the name. Oh, I thing have to kids at work that do the Naruto run. Of course they do. They call, one kid insists the name is Naruto, and I keep correcting him. And he's oh. just like, no, I watch it. I know. And I'm like, you're saying it wrong. And I have to correct him every time I hear it because it's just like, grates at my ears oh Nairito's,
1: my somewhere, Nairito's somewhere between like Narita and uh, Naruto like he was like at the airport oh boy <laughs> uh, Like
0: Earth how
3: Christ.
1: can you
0: get the E sound there's no E
1: my mom would always say Naruto <laughs> um, goodness gracious well here's, here's the real question though is the is it a Naruto run or is it a Sonic the Hedgehog run
0: they don't stick their arms far enough back. I do have to say
1: that because that's the thing. Like Sonic's, kind of got like his arm, his arms a little bent. Like when he's doing his.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, like it, the Area Fifty-One raid really made me start thinking about that when, when you saw the guys running. Some of them didn't. To, some of them didn't commit to the full arm extension.
0: I just watch kids do it and wonder if any of them are going to fall and not like- be able to catch themselves.
1: I know this is a tangent, and I know I'm pissing somebody off by bringing it up, but uh, my part-time job that I'm not going to say what I what it is because I'm probably going to be done working with at it by the time this is out. But uh, I just customers are awful right now with COVID nineteen. Um, oh, if this was monetized, it'd be not monetized, but for me saying that. But uh, I had a kid come in. He, of course, he was an asshole, but he had a. Uh, like, a Leaf Village headband on, and then he had a pair of, like, lab goggles over top of those. Oh,
0: God. Wait, just basic lab goggles?
1: Yeah, like, clear, clear lab, lab goggles. Oh, And it was, like, over top of the headband. And I'm not one to be... Was he like, trying I'm not... to be
0: Obito? Like, who was he wanting to be?
1: Like, he was clear... Yeah, he was clearly trying to go for, like, low-key po- uh, cosplay when he went out that day. Do you I I know any like...
0: Naruto characters? Me? Yeah.
1: I mean I I watched it when it was airing on like Toonami. Um Oh, it right. was
0: on Cartoon Network. Well,
1: no, you're putting me on the spot. Hold on. Um So there's our there's our titular protagonist, Naruto Uzumaki.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um there's Sakura um was it Haruno? Are She's not one, important enough
0: to know the okay. last name.
1: That
2: is okay though. I agree.
1: <laughs> See. <laughs> uh, Sasuke Uchiha. Uh-huh. And his brother who murdered everybody, Itachi. Um there's Kakashi. He did to
0: save the village.
1: Yeah, there's there's Kakashi. That was my dude.
2: He's um, really dope.
1: Uh Oruchimaru? That was that yeah. was the snake dude. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Uh, there's there's Hinata. That, that's Naruto's Squeeze. Um. Fuck. Um. Her brother was uh, Nenji.
0: That wasn't her brother. They were cousins. But okay, cousins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. All right. I'm fucking trying. Uh. Fuck. Uh. There was the bug kid. His name was Shido. Yeah. I
0: never knew his name. I just knew them as Bug Kid and Dog Kid.
1: Uh, no, what was the, Bug uh, Dog Kid his name started with a K. Um Kibba, I think. Kib- Kibbles and Bits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um there was, was Gara? Yeah. No eyebrows. Uh uh there there was Ten Ten?
2: Yes. Oh
1: fuck. Uh, I'm trying. Jariah? Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> Dill are you just randomly saying the first names that come to mind? Yes. <laughs> fuck you. Um
0: Fuck!
3: Oh fuck. Um
0: You're missing the blonde. You're missing yeah, the guy what with the they? eyebrows. You're missing Who's the
1: uh, Who's the uh, Oh, I mean yeah, there's Rockley and and uh, uh, Mike guy. Oh you wanna you were, you wanna hear some shit? All right, hold it's on. It's ponytail. What? It's the blonde I know, I know I know you're talking about. I don't remember her name. Um listen, when I was this is how into anime I was before it was popular. And this is why I stopped the anime. I think this is really why I like subconsciously hated anime until like after I graduated high school. Um it was the sixth grade, it was Valentine's Day. We had to make Valentine's Day boxes, and they said pick a character that you really like. Me, <laughs> being the idiot I was,
3: uh-huh. picked
1: a Naruto character, and my favorite Naruto character was Mike Guy. Only problem was was that he didn't really he wasn't really in the uh, the dub yet, so his name like when they spelled it was G A I. And I put that everywhere on my box, and uh, <laughs> laughing at me. I was bullied I'm just thinking of the school
0: you went to and that.
1: And like they would, like they stomped on my box. Um, they stole my candy. Um. Oh man.
0: Now but, you know like but, kids but the, brag box, about the box
1: had, like, the like the box had like those you know like when you google image search and it was only like a 240 by whatever like picture that would come up on your google image search Yeah, yeah. I, had, I I did one of those things where you uh like you make like the checkerboard with the the, the picture and I would I printed that out and use that as like wallpaper
2: on like nice like,
1: taping it on taping it on a, an old shoebox so yeah, I know Naruto. It's just it's just buried deep in my subconscious with all of my torment. <laughs> this was not the turn I was expecting. I know this is off topic, and
0: I said it a little bit ago, but how do you guys feel that now it's considered a popular thing to do to, like, anime?
2: It's weird, isn't it? It is so weird, because back when I started... I think my my first anime that I realized was different from cartoons was Naruto. It was when it was airing on Cartoon Network, and my my neighbor back then, he just flipped through the channels and stopped on it, and I was like, it was the, it was the, it was in the tuning exam, and it was Neji versus Naruto, and I don't think it was very impressive at the time, but like. Naruto just fucking uppercuts Neji, and I'm like, that's the dopest that's shit I've the ever seen. I've ever seen. Yeah. And and then and then the motherfucker turns the channel because he thought it was boring. Yeah. And I was like, dude, why? <laughs> but
1: that um, kid
0: just punched somebody.
1: That's like that's like watching Dragon Ball Z. You're like, oh, so fucking cool. Watching them fight, and then you realize you go back, you watch it now, and it's like maybe 20
0: a couple, episodes and like a
2: couple punches that. every few episodes Mm hmm but yeah it's definitely exploded in popularity over the years because you used to have to rely on fan subs for everything and that was that made it sort of niche i think because people had to they had to put in their own effort to make it accessible for everyone else and there was no way to get it outside of like Living in Japan, recording it on your DVR, or whatever, and then distributing it through the internet. It's so strange because that was like, like, I mean, that was
1: just about 10 years ago now. Yeah. If not a little bit more, but like now, like high schoolers are watching anime and you're not being like viciously bullied for it. Yeah. Um, I remember
0: like hiding that I liked it. Didn't tell any of my friends.
1: Just, oh, I mean, I
0: watched it in my room with the door shut.
1: You were you were degenerate if someone knew, and like, I I guess she's like a second cousin to me. Uh, she's like fourteen. Uh, we were at a family gathering. Uh, this is before I moved, and she was watching Demon Slayer. Oh, nice! And I was like, oh, cool, you like Demon Slayer, huh? And she's like, yeah, you know, a lot of my classmates, we all watch it, and then we all talk about it. And I'm like, like I remember like y- you had to like meet behind the. The, the bleachers with like your one friend in the school who liked anime to talk about it. Oh God.
2: Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Like it was like a drug deal.
2: Yeah. I like had one, only one friend in middle school who I could talk to anime about. Cause nobody else knew anything about it. It was, it was rough times. There wasn't much social stuff around it. You'd have to go on internet forums and whatnot. I mean, like, and, and
1: Umi was making the
2: jokes also for another part because
1: where we grew up was, uh, well, I grew up, and she came in at the tail end. Uh, not exactly the most diverse population. So uh, kind of, uh, yeah, actually was very racist in that, uh, that regard. So, like you, had, like, you had anything with Japanese on it, they just fucking ripped it up. It was awful. And... This is
0: America.
1: Now oh, stop it. It's cool. Well, isn't I? Isn't that ironic? I was when they bullied about that, saying I didn't have American standards. Anyways, um, it's cool <laughs> though that kids don't have to get like. I don't want to say discriminate. That might be too strong of a word, but just
0: they're allowed to a point. They are allowed to be more of themselves nowadays.
1: But yeah. then it's but it's almost like maybe just it's gonna come to the point where like being a, a weed is just so mainstream that nobody even thinks twice about it. Isn't that
0: how comics uh, books became, comic books became?
1: Well, yeah. Like so, it's like it, fuck. I just got real like like big. That's a big brain move, Umi. I was just thinking about it. Like how many people are just like, yeah, I like Marvel movies, and everyone's like, yeah, cool.
0: But weren't people bullied really badly for reading comic books before the yeah. movies?
1: Yeah, like when Iron Man first came out, like in 07. Yeah. And we're like 13 years later and everyone's crying because Iron Man fucking dies. (laughs) Uh, I think the Batman and
0: Iron Man helped make it popular.
1: Right. Christopher Nolan made it like mainstream for Batman. So Animates needs that treatment. We just need that uh, Christopher Nolan live action Akira movie and then everything will be all right. Oh boy! Not
2: more live-action
0: movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think of Netflix's um, Death, Death Note.
2: Note. Oh Death god, Note. we don't no, talk gonna, about
1: that's, that. that's what's gonna set it like. That's our Marvel right there.
0: But imagine how much like more need for you shade with translating if it if manga really takes off more so.
2: Uh, it already kind of has, though. That's yes. It, it, it has. Yeah, there's a lot more titles being picked up and distributed here, at least it's all over the world, too. I don't I, know how to what extent, but right. Yeah,
1: it's interesting, too, because it's like I don't know if either of you heard when I had Wreck on, we were recently talking about like when you went to get anime on DVD at like Best Buy. Or like v h s even when they still sold VHSs. oh God good, it way. was next to like borderlight snuff film, almost triple x like sex booby videos, like Best Buy is like we, what do we do with this? I, I don't know, <laughs> and they just put it over into the other not rated stuff' well, it's just like when' America, it's oh, sorry.
0: Ah, it's gonna say when America got Pokemon, they're like, Oh my goodness, Misty is way too lewd, so then they had to change her
1: hey i I just played uh the game golf it with Chororo and uh, Stranger, and there were quite a few courses with a a very odd model of Misty. Um, <laughs> really wish I didn't go through that, but uh, I did, and you just you just like triggered a like a traumatic moment there for me. Oh man, <sighs> that was a fun tangent. Um, <laughs> so translate translations. Um, <laughs> what's your like setup man like when you go to translate shit uh like
2: do you like do you do like the two screen kind of deal do you have a notebook in front of you good lord no i'm too fucking poor for that um i just have my laptop i appreciate your honesty a
1: couple tabs maybe
2: but yeah so what you need is different depending on what you're trying to translate so, like anime, for example, you need a subtitling software. Most people use Aegis Sub nowadays, so that's a thing. But also, Crunchyroll and everyone else takes over anime. So, fan subs have been relegated to nothing now. They're just. Did you ever do that? Fan subs? I wanted to do it. Because, see, when I started watching anime, I was watching fan subbed One Piece. And you know what 2000 fan subs were like? Probably all. W- well, they were actually pretty all right. But the thing that m- made them really stand out to me was the translation notes. For <laughs> completely inane things, you know, the whole Nakama word, your, your ally, friend. They put a the group put up a whole translation box up there or, or a note up there. And when they were saying, they left nakama untranslated you could have just said like crewmates or (laughs) friends but they were like nakama doesn't exactly mean friends it has a certain connotation that doesn't fit this concept of friends so we're just leaving it untranslated and then also uh tangerine's word for tangerine mikan they left that untranslated too and it was It was strange, dude, but that's kind of what made me fascinated about it. Because I was learning just random Japanese words and trivia. And I don't know, I just got sucked into it. I I,
0: I completely forgot about those subnotes to Japanese phrases and stuff like that. But they would explain it. But then I remember trying to read both as quickly as possible before that scene would pass.
2: Yeah, you gotta (laughs) pause for that shit. You (laughs) mentioned if, like, fan subs were around for, like, fucking Monogatari or some shit? Uh, well, fan subs were actually kind of the big thing for Monogatari back then. Really? Because I don't think streaming was... I think it just kicked off around that that year. Because it was, like, 2009, right? Yeah. Crunchyroll kicked off somewhere between 2009-2010. People were still fan-subbing. You still had a bunch of people and groups trying to put out the best work and say, hey, please come check out my work. This is... We're, we're better than all these groups and whatnot. It was... Jeez, Louise. Yeah. I mean, quality varied. So, was like, some... Well, maybe, like... No, not sometimes. There was just one. There was one site. It was called Crymore.net, and this guy, he was into fan subbing for a time. He worked for a group or two, but he was basically the go-to fan sub reviewer, and he would give reviews on every group's work on a certain show, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people would go based off of that. Oh, so they had like their own like Yelp basically Jeez. He, he was basically the one guy actually my anime list used to list fan subs way back then wow and you could upvote and downvote which ones were best quality or not it that's, was confident. that's a weird that's a weird thing going and they didn't make any like money off of it did they no they didn't Or unless you were a scumbag no sure but yeah most groups were doing it for free They would just distribute it for free. Man, that's awesome.
0: I'll I'll say the website I would watch stuff on no longer exists.
1: Mm -hmm. What website's that?
0: Uh, I I did faux anime.
1: Faux anime, okay. Mm -hmm. I uh, yeah, go ahead. Went
0: on a hiatus and never came back.
1: The classic, the
2: classic hiatus. Yeah, it'd be like that.
3: For my mom seven my mom's years. taking
1: away my mom's taking away my computer. Sorry, I'm on a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Now they're living in like suburban Chicago with like two and a half two point five kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um Fuck.
2: Uh I didn't know that about the fan subs. Yeah, they they've been around for a while. I missed that all. So,
1: like you know, when I I I joined when dubs and subs were abundant.
2: Mm-hmm. Can With the- you imagine though, like trying to get a copy of a subtitled anime on VHS? People used to burn subtitles to VHS back in the day.
0: How much effort goes into that?
2: Uh, probably a lot. I'm not sure. I don't. I never played around with VHS much. but Dragon Ball GT
1: was the only anime that I bought that was, like, licensed on VHS. The rest was, like, like VHS tapes in, in my parents' VCR recording, like, Mega Man and, uh, oh, what was it called? Ultimate Muscle.
0: We had the Pokemon and Digimon movies on VHS.
1: Oh, yeah. Digimon, the first movie.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> had the first movie.
1: Which was like just three OVAS put together. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty butchered or so I heard. (laughs) I I remember being like really fucked up by one of those OVAS. Um, the first one is like when Ty was just like a little baby, and yeah, that was cool. Second one was the one everybody remembers. Like it takes place during the summer, and there's the the virus and.
0: But the one that's the one is the uh, the bunnies. How they got one of them got infected with the virus, and the little boy has to deal with like his childhood crumbling away.
1: Like the whatever, I remember there was like one of the twists was like the kids got like de-aged and they became like little babies, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Is that going to happen to me?" I was just like freaking out, like my heart was racing in my basement watching that.
0: Sounds about right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it, it's funny because, you know, it, it, it almost comes full circle. We're talking about, like, we're watching anime growing up, and it's like, I didn't know that was anime. That was just, like, fucking something cool on VHS and DVD. I don't know. But uh, you, though, Shade, when you translate things, what do you like to translate? What do you find yourself doing the most translation for?
2: Uh. The problem with fan translations that's in pretty murky territory, sure. And I feel like when you start out, you're just trying to reach anybody. It really doesn't matter who. So it's, for you... me, I started when I was playing Graham Blue pretty religiously mm-hmm. and There was just a bunch of, like, uh, fan comics on Twitter. And I would see, like, a few that I could read or that I was very interested in. So I would save those, I would do the whole process, and I would upload them to the Reddit, or the subreddit. And people liked it. It was was a good time. But then I kind of, I don't know, something shifted, because... I felt like I should give credit to the artists instead of just posting it where they can't see it. Right. So yeah, I kind of stopped doing that. But Do you did you ever like tweet at them and say like, hey, I was wondering if I could do this translation or uh so my most successful translation I would say was one where I DM'd the author. Okay. And they were it, to, I didn't know this at the time but they were an actual manga artist they were—they actually had something serialized in Shonen Jump Plus Wow! I didn't know their reputation I just thought it was creating Dude. some fan wow. content but yeah it was this little it was this little side comic he did and it was about uh, two office workers and they were they're smokers and they're just it's a little short story but Sure. Yeah, but I I DM the author and oh, I spent a long time preparing my message because uh, it's very different when you're trying to communicate in a different language and especially because you don't want it to be seen as rude. Like, right? You know, there's different levels of politeness and that, that blew my mind when proton was telling us all about that i was god like, yeah what? i had to consult proton on that because i remembered coming across a post somewhere and this this person gave a little template of like you know, how to ask for permission in japanese and he's like here's the template fill in what you need so i i did that i sent it to proton to make sure like hey uh, do you think this will be all right? Is uh, is there anything wrong with it? He proofread it, and then I sent it off to the author, and, and, yeah. and then it just blew up. And you're like, "Wow, why is this blowing up like this?" God, I mean, it it doesn't blow up as much as like other things on in Twitter. Sure, some some things get like what it matters sure. though, man. I mean, that's cool. I mean, yeah, it was like I don't know. 500 400 500 retweets that was the most i'd ever gotten on anything it was it made me really uncomfortable actually because i was i was looking at my phone throughout the whole day and i would see new notifications from twitter and i'm like people are really eating this up i feel very uncomfortable about this
3: i mean
1: I and mean, it's, it's like five times as much as I've ever gotten on something. So yeah, I know. You pat yourself on the
2: back, man. Yeah. I mean, I just, that is awesome. Really, I wasn't used to all the interaction back then. Cause I didn't, I right. didn't really have much interaction on Twitter. I just posted what I wanted, retweeted art. You know, it's like, well, Hey, here's this thing I can do. Maybe this is, maybe people will like this. But, That's, yeah, aside from that, I've done some collaborative work with Espy. He's normally the typesetter for me. Shout uh, out Espy, my boy. Yeah. I, I had to poach him. I had to poach him over to my server. <laughs> That's all right. I'm he's sure right. he was happy because he was pretty concerned when you, had, when you left our server. <laughs> I, lo- I love that, man. He's, he's my dude. Yeah. Um,
1: goodness gracious uh question i have a question for both of you Mm -hmm. so i've always wanted to ask this and i've i would have been a just fucking idiot asking proton so how do you guys like type japanese on your phones did you switch over your keyboard yep yeah
0: you just change the language setting it's still an alphabetic alphabet like what you're used to keyboard Mm -hmm. but you so you're typing out the sounds and then the symbols will show up.
1: Really? Yeah. So, like, what they teach you in class to say, like, I, I don't know. I'll just – this is a completely different language, so bear with me. I'm just trying to understand. So, like, if I wanted to say we, I would just, like, just start typing out how it sounds out. And then, like, we would come up on my, my, my keyboard in theory. Like I, know it's, I know it's probably more compl- complicated than that. But
0: Except I, for some of the sentence structures, you can't type the way they sound. Wow. Because then you're going to get the wrong um, hiragana.
1: I know I sound like such a fucking Chad asking that question, but like, <laughs> I'm just really fascinated by that. Like, I've always wanted to ask, it's the most basic question. I see people typing in other languages, and I'm like, how do you switch your keyboard over to do that on your phone? Yeah. Is it? Do you do it on your phone or do you do it on your computer? Like you, you can, can do, do both. both.
3: Oh,
2: sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean you, you both answered the same way, <laughs>
2: so it's, it's all right. Yeah, but uh, for phones, when you add the language, you just press. There's a little um, globe icon that appears in the lower left corner, and you just tap that or you hold it to see the list of different keyboards you have. And mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing on PC. You just hit the Windows key in the space. And you just, yeah, you alternate that way. But yeah, wow. Japanese is very different when typing because you're basically doing a double conversion. <laughs> so you, you start with uh, your regular English alphabet. And when you start with that, those get converted into hiragana, which are the simple characters. And then if you type out, a word, let's say, aka, red. Uh, You have it in hiragana, and then you press the spacebar, and it turns it into kanji. And, yeah. The good thing is, you can just like write out the entire sentence and press the spacebar, and then it'll do it all for you. And most of the time, it's right. Sometimes you may need to make some manual adjustments, but so specific. does it like give you recommendations for spell check?
0: It does. Well, just like with your own phone, it'll be like it'll it'll just show up the different options you can choose from too.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So,
0: I want to say, so Shade, I don't know if you get annoyed by this, but my least favorite thing about what it changes on the computer keyboard is it could changes the symbols too. So you have to, I have to go back to the American keyboard to do symbols and. To do symbols, I want to because they're not the exact same on when I have it as the Japanese keyboard.
2: Mm, you mean like exclamation points and stuff?
0: Stuff like that, the slashes, those things.
2: Sometimes, sometimes I do that too, but sometimes I press the space key and it gives like multiple different options for it. Mm. A little strange, but like numbers, for example, you get those really wide width numbers when you type yep. in Japanese. We can just hit the spacebar and it turns it to like half width. Wow.
1: I, I feel like uh Papuko and uh Pop Team Epic, that classic. Ah, so it's like that, huh? I understand everything <laughs> now. And the arrow is pointing to her and it says doesn't get it at all. Yeah, the classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I i see that all the time like when people are typing and i just want to ask one of my friends who types in japanese that, that i was just so afraid that somebody was just gonna be like you fucking idiot <laughs> oh I mean, man i mean i'm i oh goodness gracious so i know umi you you take like, what, like a day or two to, to translate like what you're going to translate? How do you do that? How does, how does that work for you? Not to make this uh, like a, not, not to make this make me interviewing two different people, but like.
0: I whip out my cookbook. I uh-huh. copy everything down in a notebook. Right. Then I figure out the sounds for everything. And then I find all the sentence structure parts. And then I go from there to figure out which is a word and then figure out the kanji that I've never seen before and which the hardest part is figuring out the sounds for the kanji. I do have to cheat on that if I don't know it already.
1: Right.
0: And um, then I turn it into English.
1: Like uh, like goat balls.
0: But you have to (laughs) kind of like Spanish, you know, anything about Spanish, Japanese is somewhat structured backwards Mm -hmm. than English. So you have to make it make sense in English too. And the Mm -hmm. weird thing about the cooking is depending on the author, I've realized some of their verbs are more geared towards being super polite and command-like too. While I found others that are just like, if your mom was teaching you how to cook kind of thing, where it's not as formal or not as uh, a commanding
1: glass of milk and a pat on the head. But
0: that's the, the complicated part with the verbs is there's endings. I have not, I did not learn in in elementary Japanese because we weren't taught to be super formal or we weren't taught all the different forms of commands and it it gets hard
2: yeah wow. it takes a lot of practice
0: but I don't know if how do you like proofread that uh, I, I just well thing is I can't really put it into Google Translate either which yes I could type it out but Google Translate does either an extreme literal or it tries to make sense of what it is. And if if you've ever looked at a cookbook, it has um, like, it'll throw in at um, well, what you did back in step two, but it won't say that it'll just say step two do like add here. Cause you already did Mm -hmm. it. So now throw it in here. But if you were to put that in Google translate, it tries to make sense of the random number you just threw into the sentence and it just spits something out that I'm like, Oh God. Though, I did have, I was really rough the first couple times because uh, there's phrases I have not heard before and not everything mm. translates exactly if there's no English equivalent.
3: Yeah. Like
0: the Japanese going, basically what we would say to taste, They it sounds like they're trying to make it sound like most palatable, most oh. enjoyable in your mouth. And I'm like, this makes no sense. <laughs> Like okay. who word stuff like that, but that's it like it's phrases that don't translate.
1: Sure. So mm-hmm. for like you shade, you have a different process for like how you you proofread things?
2: Um So I usually do manga. That's a little different because sure. we have a visual component as well. So Okay. When I start I actually type out all the speech bubbles and everything, mm. just so I can have it right there. And if I don't know something, I can just copy paste rather than trying to attempt to find the kanji on G-show, which can be a pain sometimes. It's it's hard. But um, anyway, so I start with a very rough translation. I I might know some lines like perfectly, and I'm like this, this is how it's gonna sound. And then other times I'm like, well, maybe I I don't know exactly what this means, but we'll put a rough English sentence, kind of broken, cup, but but yeah, I do that for every line, and mm-hmm. then I do a double take and try to see. I check my translation basically and see how accurate it is, if I made any mistakes. And after that's done, I edit it myself. I could get someone else to edit it. Sometimes I do, but usually I do it by myself. So I do that. And after it's all edited, then I just erase the speech bubbles and whatever else I can, and then and, written and put a text box and all the bubbles, write out the English text, and it's all done basically. Have you had like an
1: oh shit moment, like you post something out there and you realize you got like a translation wrong?
2: Yeah, it I don't remember exactly. Right, I, I don't be on spot that. on that, I'm sure it happens. But yeah, it did Happen at least once. I uh, this was back when I was still on the Grand Blue subreddit, translating stuff. I put out something which I thought was good. It turns out a completely misread a sentence, and one of oh, the geez. commenters pointed it out. It's like, nah, I, this isn't quite what it's what you said it was.
1: Did they well actually? You.
2: No, no, they were pretty. Oh, well, that's uh, good. I wouldn't say they were polite, but they weren't a dick about it. That's sure. the important point, right? So yeah, that is they, key. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They they told me like uh, it should be this, and I'm like, oh shit, I did that wrong. So I did a, I did a quick edit of it and reposted it in a, in a comment somewhere on the post.
1: Well, you know, uh, your feedback was the entire reason that uh, Umi wanted to be on this podcast uh, with her articles. And she was saying that uh, you were actually like polite and constructive.
2: Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it came across as that. Cause I, I never know. If, sure. Like I'm sounding like a dick or not? I don't want to be above people. I don't.
1: I'm not going to name drop anybody, but she's had some comments from some individuals on on her. Article. But it's
0: only correcting my English, and that's what I don't
1: like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'd be like that, but yeah, like if you ever need a, like translation checking, I can do that for you anytime. Well, that
0: would be great.
1: This is this is the, this is finest. I have one last question for both of you. I didn't get to ask it on the Proton cast because Proton took that ball and he ran for it.
2: He does that a lot.
1: Love him. Love him. <laughs> but you just ride that wave. You ride the Proton wave. Mm-hmm. So how did you... Well, actually, he answered this when I asked him. I just didn't get a chance to ask Umi. So I want to ask both of you here. What was like the genesis of your interest in the Japanese language? Like, I know the easy answer, the cop-out answer is anime. But like, what moment made you say, like, I'm going to start studying this? like do you have a single moment or a like an instance or an experience that like made you want want to pursue that even as just a hobby i know i say pursue like it's life or death but
2: mhm um so for me i think it was just realizing that the the subdemand i was watching was made by fans and they did all that work themselves And I thought that was that was pretty interesting and that. People actually. Translate things themselves and people actually. Enjoy it. So I thought, like, you know. Maybe I could do this, too, like, maybe not now, but maybe someday in the future. I know you've made huge strides with that, too. Yeah. I haven't been as active lately. Things have not been very well. Who has in 2020?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean the world's like... been kind of going to shit. Yeah. How about you, Umi?
0: Um, I think it's well. You say besides anime, anime, right? But, uh, I really think it's when I like when I first found out you could study abroad in other countries mm-hmm. and learn a language. for well, growing up in Texas, that wasn't Spanish. And, um, but like so that was middle school, I would say. Of, and, and the thing said that like, you need to know some Japanese. And I was like, well, I have no resources to learn it. And, um, but, and then when I got older, I realized you could major in Japanese. I was like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. And then parents pressured me out of that one. And, um, then when I finally got to college, I just I learned that the campus I went to just started having Japanese courses.
3: Was
1: so that new? I on that.
0: Oh, it, um, the year before I started was its first year having it.
1: That's cool. It's <laughs> um, so that a quaint little campus.
0: Well, the fact it's just a regional, but. Great. But I, I jumped on that as soon as I found that out because I was just so excited to finally have the resources in front of me after being put down from family of saying, why do you need to know anything other than English and Spanish? You don't, you don't uh, need sure. to know anything more. And I was like, well, I think it'd be cool to learn one as right. many as possible, but specifically uh, language of a culture I've idolized for so
1: long.
2: God, I remember hearing that before. I was in middle school or something. I was playing baseball back then, and one man, of our shade the slugger. Yo, I I played that shit for like ten years or something. Oh wow! Yeah, it was- <laughs> I was. <didn't laughs> I didn't know. you crack wood, man. That's uh, you learned something new today. <laughs> anyway, uh, so one of the coaches. I don't know what we were talking about, but. Out of the blue, one of the coaches was just like, you know, there's only three languages you need to learn. It's oh. English, Spanish, Mandarin, Chinese. That will get oh, you. Oh, I into hear about like the Mandarin. Any huh. business or something like that. And I was like, "Bitch, what are you talking about? I will do whatever the fuck I want." So, <laughs> look at you. That's that. That's that slugger swag. Look at you coming up with that.
1: Look at um, that. Which, um, first of all, yeah. that's a
0: lie. I have that I know Spanish on my resume, and you know how many interviews I get? Nothing.
1: I always heard, I never heard Chinese. I always heard uh, Arabic. Um,
0: uh-huh. the, it's just whichever powerhouse people are grabbing at that year. Yeah. Is
3: what, that Spanish,
0: year. but then whatever else. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys didn't know, English was not even one of the languages thought of to be the official language for the United States. They just did that because a lot of the immigrants were from um, England and they thought they'd be too poor to learn something else. <laughs> too poor well, and too dumb. It was maybe, not even on the table by...
1: Was it like probably like French?
0: French, because yeah. high class, Latin, yeah. um, because of the Bible. Dead, dead language, because of how... Um, how the Jews have been treated for so many years and they thought it'd be a cool way to have them be included into this new country kind of thing. Um And then that's, that's all I can remember. There were five, but those were the three big ones was French, Latin and Hebrew, but English was not even on the table because they did not want to be like England where they came from, but they thought the poor people would be too dumb to even well, figure that out.
2: that was a thing.
1: I'm learning a lot. I don't know what I'm more floored by hearing that or hearing that that shade was just like a fucking A-Rod just going for the fucking fences.
0: I do have to say as popular as baseball is, I don't hear about many people that have played it.
2: Yeah, I don't know how people play it. After 10 years of it, I thought it was pretty boring. You kind of just sit there a lot. And when I was I was mostly playing outfield. I had nothing to do until the batter hit the ball. And I would just really? daydream all along. Were you like center or right field? Uh honestly, I played a bit of everything. Sure. It was I really mean really whatever they needed. That's
1: baseball do. growing up, too. Is that they're like, all right, you're gonna play whatever position. Yeah. I wouldn't know because nobody wanted me to play
2: baseball. Mm-hmm. I
0: played T-ball and then I wanted to go on to baseball because that's what my brother did and my mom said girls don't play baseball they play softball and i was like well i quit
1: and that's how that 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 career went it's softball sucks because the ball's just gigantic and it's so easy to hit a home run it's not fun i'm not saying that like you know i hate when i run up to the plate and just blast it you're lucky there's a
0: lot of girls on this listening to this
1: well, no, it's it's. I'm not insulting anybody. I think any decent batter in softball, male or female, could hit hit that ball out of the park. It's a gigantic ball. It's like the size of a grapefruit.
3: It's Pitching. not soft.
2: Pitching is hard. Pitching awesome. is really hard. I Switching. was never accurate. I I tried mimicking other people because that's really all I could do. And my coaches tried to give feedback like sometimes they did a really good pitch but most of the time it was out of the strike zone I, I thought it would just be cool to pitch at least like once or twice so i did it hey umi do you know who uh do you know who
1: pitched you no your brother yeah of course he did <laughs> alpha chad
0: all I know is your
1: legend. brother is just
0: idolizing everything he did.
1: Yeah, every fucking sport he played, he was Bo Jackson. He was the mm-hmm. legend. He's probably got a plaque. I think he does have a plaque in our in our cafeteria. Oh no! And then he uh, he he got engaged to another legend that was on that plaque, and she uh, does not. She did not look like how she did on the plaque. I'll tell you that.
3: Hmm.
0: I just <laughs> think that school is really whatever.
1: You know, it, it all comes back because we're just having this. I have all yeah. I've been stewing with suppressed rage since the guy said say Valentine's Day box. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> like not-
0: thing is when we like the comment about someone correcting my English was the one on the podcast, and it's like I do have an accent with some things, and the only reason it stopped is because that. So we went to a so shade. We went to the school in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. so. Yeah cornfields all around and people have thought they were country because of that. Well, I come in from Texas with a Southern accent, pretty decent. I was told by other Texans, I had a decent accent. So I would go with that. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop because I was bullied so bad because they said, how can you have an accent and not be country?
2: Cause those right. things
0: are interchangeable. Not the fact I came from a college town that oh, was man, bigger what? than anything in a like 30 mile radius of where we are
1: that's fucked i mean they're d- they were the dumbest fucks i've ever been it around.
0: does come out when i'm drunk and mad though the kids know have worked yeah, shut up because <laughs>
1: yeah it does when
0: i'm mad it it starts and then I'm like oh no
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're but never I
0: just, that school was just awful i don't know why people want to go back to high school i that's mm-hmm.
1: like my this might be getting into like too much psychoan and anal- like psychoanalysis shit but like like my parents, they're always like, they're like you, you know about all these social work and psychology things. Tell us, tell us, what do we what have we done wrong parenting you? And I'm like, You probably could have noticed that I was getting viciously bullied like from like sixth grade until I graduated. Oh man. And then moved me to like any other school literally on the map. Because like they were like, No, we want to have the country experience. Meanwhile, I'm like, I like Sonic the Hedgehog, and everyone's just like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> That <laughs> ah. was like that was the first day in the second grade. I come in, they're like, Well, introduce yourself. I'm like, my name's DJ, and I like Sonic the Hedgehog. And then they're like, Okay, well, there's already a DJ in this class, so your name's not DJ anymore. We're calling you Dylan. And <laughs> no. and uh video games are for babies. <laughs> and, Fuck that. You know, it's just just things I, I I counsel with myself with a glass of bourbon, but oh, yeah. uh... <laughs> makes sense. I get
0: that. just love small town USA.
1: No, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, shade, yeah. Shade, shade shade low key gets it. I know he does. Look at him nodding along. He's got it. Yeah, I got it. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, he said played for ten years though. And then he quit just because they weren't giving him ten mil. But you know, okay.
0: <laughs> So, Did you just play till middle school and that's when you quit or did you um, go to high school?
2: I played till the end of middle school and my dad tried to convince me to play high school, but I was mostly worried because I, I, I struggled a lot in school and especially middle school. So I was worried that if I put too much time into baseball, I wouldn't be able to like actually get decent grades.
0: That's understandable.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Now that you said the modest answer, I'll, I'll cut this out of the podcast. It's because the AAU offers weren't we're giving you that good of a shoe deal, right?
2: God damn it, man! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! That's a good spot to end. Shade. Uh, where can we find you on social media? Let's give you some some plugs here for you and your, um, your fam.
2: Um. um... Let's see. So my Twitter is at shade underscore six two. Uh, I don't really do much other social media. I mean, sometimes I stream on Twitch. Yeah, shade you six six two. It's very infrequent, but sometimes I do that. Feel free to join if you. Four me. numbers away from the beast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's the first thought I had when I saw it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Shade. And no problem.
0: It was nice talk- to talk to you.
1: Yeah, uh, you too. This was a good little talk. You can find us at at Dil Kokoro. I say us just because I'll tweet on behalf of Umi sometimes. Um, we are very excited. We got a, a mailbag coming up here soon. Uh, make sure you just tweet at me, at Dil Kokoro, your questions. We have quite a few. It's going to be a little wild ride. So y'all stay healthy and safe.
3: Bye-bye.